Hello and welcome to the Florida Man Podcast. I'm Ghost. I'm Ash. And this is the podcast where we read to you Florida Man headlines. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Florida Man Podcast. And today for you, we have four new headlines for you for January 5th. First up, we have Florida man disguises himself as a woman to carry out a pair of armed robberies. John Graham's disguise included a woman's wig, fishnet stockings, and knee-high boots, police say. And this is coming out of Volusia County. A Florida man has been arrested after disguising himself as a woman and carrying out a, a pair of armed gas station robberies early Tuesday, authorities said. John M. Graham, 33, wore a woman's black wig, black fishnet stockings, knee-high boots, a hat, sunglasses, and a face mask when he entered a Circle K store in DeBerry just before 3 a.m., the Volusia Sheriff's Office said. Graham allegedly held the clerk at gunpoint demanding cigarettes and cash. A respondent deputy spotted a suspicious U-Haul van heading away from DeBerry towards Seminole County and alerted officers to be on the outlook for the suspicious vehicle. Graham carried out a second armed robbery wearing the same disguise at a Sunoco gas station just after 4.30 a.m. near Daytona International Speedway in Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach police said that officers and canine units tracking the suspect found a wig discarded in a nearby shopping plaza and tire tracks. Officers also found a parked rental truck matching the description from the sheriff's office. Shortly after, police said officers located Graham and another man, identified as 24-year-old Clandy T. Brooks, walking through a Wawa gas station. Graham and Brooks were taken into custody after officers noticed Graham's description and clothing matched the suspect in the Sunoco robbery. Officers recovered a firearm from Graham's waistband and keys to the rental truck from Brooks. Graham told detectives during an interview that he dressed as a woman while committing both armed robberies. Brooks said he went along with Graham and helped him escape. Graham faces multiple charges for each incident, including felony robbery with a firearm, carrying a concealed weapon without a permit, and two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Brooks was charged with felony principal to robbery with a firearm in each incident. Graham and Brooks were both being held without bond at the Volusia County Jail. For our next headline, Florida man jailed over desecrating mosque with bacon. This comes out of Orlando, Florida. A 35-year-old Florida man was being held on Tuesday after being accused of vandalizing a mosque and desecrating it with bacon whose consumption is forbidden by the Muslim religion. Michael Wolf was arrested on a charge of criminal mischief against a house of worship on Monday after surveillance video showed a man using a machete to break windows, lights, and cameras at the mosque and leaving raw bacon at the front door, Titusville police said in a brief statement. Anti-Muslim sentiment has swelled in the United States after a young Muslim couple inspired by Islamic State massacred 14 people on December 2nd in San Bernardino, California after comments by some Republican presidential candidates, according to Muslim leaders. While we welcome the prompt arrest made by the Titusville Police Department, we urge that this case be be prosecuted as a hate crime. Rasha Mubarak of the Florida chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations and National Civil Rights Group said on Tuesday, The use of pork in the vandalism qualifies as a hate crime because the consumption of pork is forbidden by the religion and is frequently used as a means of intimidation. Police in Titusville, about 14 miles north of the Kennedy Space Center in Central Florida, released no further details on Wolf's background or the arrest. 
Wolf was being held on a $2,000 bond. He has not entered a plea and could not be reached immediately for comment. This was at least the third report in less than a month of vandals leaving pork products at U.S. mosques. Last month, wrapped bacon was left on the door handle a mosque in Los Angeles, and a pig's head was thrown from a pickup truck near near the Islamic Society in Philadelphia on December 6th. According to CAIR, CAIR said cases of damage, destruction, and vandalism of mosques and intimidation attempts reached a record high in 2015 since the organization began tallying incidents in 2009. Next up, we have Florida man almost loses home over 80 cents. A Florida man who is trying to get a loan modification from Bank of America is worried he may lose his home over an 80-cent mistake. Tom Moody, 56, arranged a three-month trial period that would allow him to obtain a loan modification for his home in Largo, Florida. But a slip of the finger on a telephone payment system and he accidentally underpaid one of the trial payments by 80 cents, putting his house in jeopardy of being foreclosed. It was unbelievable that a simple mistake of 80 cents could lose you your home. It kind of ruined my Christmas. It has been stressful that I could come home and find a padlock on my door. Moody lost his job as a workforce manager to a downsizing in 2010. Unemployed for nine months, he couldn't afford his payments on the home he had owned since 1986 and faced foreclosure. Before being accepted into a permanent loan modification program, Moody was told by Bank of America that he had to make three monthly payments on time during the trial period. After intentionally overpaying his first payment by $200 in late August, Moody felt confident when making the second payment for October of $615.82 via telephone. Then he had been working as a supervisor at a sales center since March 2011, though he was making less money than before. But for the second payment, he mistakenly hit the zero on his telephone keypad instead of eight, causing him to unknowingly underpay by 80 cents, the Tampa Tribune reported. I wish the phone system had a prompt that said, are you sure this is the amount you want to pay, but it didn't. Moody said the payment was taken from his checking account, but he called a Bank of America representative to make sure the trial period was going smoothly. That's when he learned his second payment was short by 80 cents and he could be ineligible for the modification program. He said he was advised to send a check for 80 cents to try to resolve the issue, but both that check and his second payment were returned to him in the mail. A few days before Christmas, he said he received a letter that read, Your loan is not eligible for the Fannie Mae modification program because you did not make all the required trial period plan payments by the end of the trial period. Moody said he was alarmed that the letter said loan modification was not an option anymore and the only option was a short sale. Bank of America, he said, advised him to continue making his third payment and that the letter was automatically generated after the short payment. Moody contacted a local television station who called Bank of America on his behalf. A bank spokeswoman on Monday said Moody's problem would be cleared up. Rick Simon, a spokesman for Bank of America, told ABC News the company is in process of converting his trial modification into a permanent one. We apologize for this system error and hope that the permanent modification will be completely shorted, he said in a statement. Moody was relieved to hear Bank of America was in the process of approving his loan modification, 
but is eager for closure. Until I see something in print about a new mortgage payment, I am still not sure if I could lose my home, he said. Man, so since this poor man paid over $200 on his first payment, they were going to screw him over for being 80 cents short on his next payment. Yeah, like that one, that that should have credited over to his second payment. Yeah, should have made his second payment $200 less. Yeah, but we unfortunately live in a capitalistic hellscape. Yeah, true. All right, Ash, so what is the next headline that you have for a florida reptile store owner made notorious after a man died during a 2012 insect eating contest at the business is behind bars after he smacked employees with a bearded dragon lizard and even put it in his mouth during a bizarre attack benjamin herman siegel 40 faces several charges including battery and cruelty to animals after the incident friday at ben siegel reptiles his deerfield beach florida business The eccentric owner is seen on surveillance tape throwing the lizard in the air and swinging it around according to a Broward Sheriff's Office arrest report. Siegel was also allegedly seen slapping his employees with a helpless critter and throwing Gatorade on the workers at the store along West Hillsboro Boulevard. It's unclear if the lizard was killed. Siegel faces battery and cruelty to animal charges. Siegel's exotic pet store made national news in October 2012 after Edward Archibald, 32, choked and died while gobbling dozens of roaches and worms during an insect-eating contest. Archibald was the winning contestant of more than 30 who downed the bugs in an effort to take the grand prize a ball python. At the time, Siegel said the bugs were raised in captivity as pet feed. He mourned Archibald as a super nice guy. He was outgoing. He was the life of the party, Siegel said then. Siegel did not immediately return a request for comment. Well, that was absolutely disgusting. Yep. Sure was. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's Florida Man headlines, and we will see you back tomorrow. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening. Links on where to find us will be in the show notes. And join us tomorrow for more news on the Florida Man.